here on Faith FM. You're joined by myself, Lawson, my amazing co-host, Monica. It is 8.07 a.m. I'm looking outside and I'm seeing the sunshine blare through. It is really glaring. Our windows. <clears throat> and we just heard Colin Buchanan blaring over the doing a, a live <laughs> performance for us. Just over the How phone. great was that? Colin Buchanan in the flesh. He was hyped. He was he was hopped up and ready. I to have go. a feeling he might always be hyped. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no wonder, no wonder his career path of making mm. making. DJ Shell and I were sitting around last night, and we were looking up all the different songs that he has written. I guarantee every Australian in this country knows a Colin Buchanan song, even if they don't, don't realise it's a Colin Buchanan song. Dude, the amount of times I sang Aussie Jingle Bells in school. Yeah, or Six White Boomers, Snow White Boomers. Oh, yeah. classics. Oh, who's the king of the jungle? Yeah. <laughs> that's, see, that's the one that I only knew when it came to church. Yeah. Because yeah, it's a Jesus song. But his Christmas album, like, mm-hmm. incredible, which yeah. are also Jesus songs. But it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful testimony of what you can achieve if you use... Use the talent that God has given you to glorify God. Absolutely. He's touched so many hearts. He's, he's like everyone in the country knows his work. Like, mm. yeah, what a testimony. Mm. Great God. And, and we're giving away a family pass for tickets to his concert here in Wall's End in the Newcastle area. Hey, if you are local or even if you're willing to travel in and you want to go see Colin Buchanan live on the 4th of June, Mm-hmm. which I think is this coming Sunday, if you would like to see uh, him perform live at a con- And his concerts are infamous for being absolutely amazing. Just mm. so much fun and so much joy. Give us a text. You need to text your email address, 0491064669. DJ Shell will pick a winner uh, later on, and she will email you the tickets. So mm-hmm. give, us a, give us a text there. Get yourself um, those four tickets. And if you're not in the Newcastle area and you still want to go see Colin Buchanan live on his Celebrating 25 Years Tour of Australia, colinbuchanan.com.au is where to go to get tickets. Absolutely. 0491 is also the number to call or text to answer our quiz, which we're doing right now. I'm going to give you another clue for that. Mm. Who am I? I reigned as king over Israel for two years. The house of Judah, however, followed David. And uh, looking through the texts that have been coming through already, only one person has gotten this right. A lot of people got Don't say, don't say. They, they got yeah. subverted. Yeah, mm. don't say because the next clue pertains to what how they've gone astray. Mm. But Jackie, congratulations. You're so far the only person who, who's gotten it right. Go ahead, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Got a text message here from Freco. He says, I have friends that grow flowers for Japan. They have very strict rules. Um, quarantine? On quarantine? Is that... I'm not sure what that is. Is that a flower term? Is that like a, I don't know. Sorry. Every flower quarantine, is heated. Probably. Quarantine. Oh, very strict rules in quarantine. Sure. Uh, every flower is heated and sterilized and packed. Then they fly them overseas. So this is actually one of the reasons why it's a benefit to buy local flowers to so use that app Grown Not Flown mm. because because flowers do have to go through such a strict quarantine regime in order to to either come in our country or leave our country. This is why when you buy flowers from the florist, they don't smell. Mm. Have you ever noticed that? Like if you're passing by someone's garden and you literally stop to smell the roses, they smell like, amazing. Yeah. But if you buy them from a from a supermarket or for a florist, they have no aroma. Mm. It's because they've been through this strenuous process and the flowers are sort of like almost giving up on life. <laughs> and they're like, I can't handle this. And so they, they sort of shut down some of their functions, which is why they don't smell. So it's actually a massive benefit to buy local. Mm. I forgot to mention that earlier. But yeah, so that's exactly what happens. Exactly what Freco says, the heated, sterilized, packed, and then flown. 
Mm, absolutely. I got another text message here from Sky. She says, I only got a bit of the interview. We had that song blaring. Oh, just always makes you feel good when it's worship. Absolutely. Hey, if you want to hear the song again or the rest of the interview, Sky, you can actually jump on our website, faithfm.com.au, and check out our podcast, which yeah. is all the show, all the Faith FM, everything you hear on Faith FM is archived in our podcast. So you can click on the Breakfast Show tab and check out um, all previous shows. Or you can gun for those tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Go see and it come live. see it live. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, guys, thanks for messages, text messages, and you have any thoughts or feelings or just anything, anything that you want to say to us here at Faith FM, 0491-064-669. When I'm doing a Bible study, Yes. Monica. And this Bible study for the, the Bible study for this week is titled Satan's Final Deceptions. Mm. Satan's Final Deceptions. I want to ask you a question, Monica. Have you ever been in a situation mm-hmm. where you thought everything was okay, but mm-hmm. you realized later that maybe you were really unsafe or things just weren't okay? Oh, do you know what? I actually think about this all the time in mm-hmm. terms of when we get to heaven, that's when it's going to, I think, I feel like that's when we're going to find out just how much the Lord has kept us safe. I feel like so often we don't even realize the peril we're in mm. and we're not going to mm. until we get to heaven. But yeah. Absolutely. Could you think of an example like that in your life? Nothing's coming to mind. I have one. I have one from when I was 10 years old and I was in the United States of America, the (laughs) home of the one and only Shell Southwell. (laughs) So I was in America and we did a month tour of America. We started, we flew into San Francisco, drove right down the West Coast from like the top of California down through to Nevada to Las Vegas, then Flew out from Las Vegas, landed in New York, and then drove down the East Coast, and then went inland a couple of times, like went into Tennessee, went into Louisiana and whatnot, before finally getting to Orlando and going home. Uh, one of our detours was we went into Tennessee, because my dad is a big music head, right? And he he goes into Tennessee, and we went to we went to Nashville first. Uh, uh, wait, uh, is we can we can what's what's producer shell doing <laughs> she's just humming a lot is, is it the american national anthem <laughs> I can't, oh beautiful oh oh beautiful yeah the united well it was amazing it was like such a good trip and so particularly like we so we went into tennessee and yeah my dad is a massive music head and so we went to nashville but my dad's not really into country music my dad is all about the blues okay oh, so i'm so on i'm so on the same page with your dad and so we went to memphis because oh. memphis has this kind of culture of of music we went to memphis tennessee and we roll in and we see you know this restaurant with outside seating and a guy playing a saxophone and my dad literally is like one of the first restaurants we see in memphis he just pulls in straight away he's like we're having lunch here we go and we start eating and this guy's like playing the saxophone and we're eating these massive american meals just just ungodly huge um these country american meals and um and my sister's like dancing to the guy she's eight she's like dancing to the guy playing saxophone and then my my dad goes oh go and go and tell him to play robert cray or some some other artist and she keeps going up to the guy telling him songs to play yeah i was like now girl how do you know such and such and such you know like how do you know this artist and da 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 because you know for my dad he's like such a fan of that music and anyway so we're sitting there listening to this music everything is just like it's just a picturesque afternoon like straight out of a movie clip of someone having or or, or an advertisement of like visit 
Memphis, Tennessee, something like that, you know. Anyway, we're having a great time and then it's time to leave. And so our family, we get up and, and we're about to head out. And the saxophonist, he's this middle-aged African-American guy. He pulls my dad over and he's like, hey, where are you guys from? And my dad's like, oh, we've, we come from Australia. You know, <laughs> just like a huge bogan. And, um, and he's like, oh, you have a, you know, a beautiful family. You know, how long are you going to be here in, in Memphis? Uh, are you going to stay the night? And my dad's like, yeah, yeah, we've just rolled in and we're going to stay, um, the night and then, and then head further south, um, in a couple of days. And the guy's like face all of a sudden just drops. He goes from like, you know, all smiley and happy to dead serious. And he goes, stay inside tonight. You know, it was in the middle of, it was the middle of summer. Eat dinner before the sun goes down. Go to your hotel room and stay inside. Like, don't don't go out. Don't go out tonight. And it was kind of like, well, what, huh? And Evan Dad's like, what, really? And he's like, listen, stay inside. Now, what we didn't know is that, and even today, Memphis, Tennessee is the fourth most dangerous city in the entirety of the United States. Oh, wow. It is rife with gang violence, um, all kinds of, you know, issues going on there. Just just a very, very violent city. Um, ja Morant lives there, you know, for anyone who watches basketball, you know what I mean by that. Um, but yeah, Memphis is a super hectic place. And although, you know, we're there having a great time experiencing the culture of Memphis, Tennessee, all of a sudden and you realize like, oh, wait, despite having this like world-renowned culture of music, when you actually get there, you don't realize how dangerous it really is. What is actually taking place be, you know, behind the surface or be beyond the surface? And now we talked last week, we talked about Babylon and we talked about this city and we talked about its application as the name of this prophetic, you know, in, in a symbolic sense, it's this, it's this woman who's arraigned in, in purple, which like, what does purple represent in the Bible? What kind of color is purple? Oh, is that royalty? It's a royal yeah. color. It's like, you know, you read the <clears throat> stories of when they used purple, it was for royal purposes. It signified high class and, and royalty and people who dealt in purple were incredibly rich. And it's like on the outside, Babylon. It's arrayed in purple. It looks royal. But on the inside, it's a place of, of, of harlotry, the Bible calls it. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. It's a place of harlotry. It's a place of violence. It's a place of deception. And it's ultimately trying to lead God's people away from him. Now, of course, we talked all last week about how Babylon and this woman that we find in Revelation that's called Babylon is a symbol of a people group who are standing in false worship against God. And from the outside, again, it looks holy, it looks royal, but on the inside, it's actually, it's dangerous, it's deceptive. This week, we're looking at Satan's final deceptions. We're looking at what the Bible says they will actually be and what we are to look out for. But first and foremost, we need to understand, well, where do we, where do we stand? as people and, and how is it that we can find the truth? You know, if we uh, consult our our friends over at, uh, you know, anti-fraud agencies or whatever it may be, when they're looking for fake currency, they don't do so by making a profile of every single fake currency because there's, you know, there will be hundreds of thousands of different types of fake currencies that people could make. But what they do is they study the real so thoroughly, they study the real thing so thoroughly that they can just tell the deceptions immediately. They can tell the diversions. They can tell that this isn't right. So for us, we need to first look at and understand and, you know, 
come to a realization of, of what God is actually offering to us. Let's do so. Let's go to our first verse uh, for today. John chapter 17 and verse 17. John chapter 17 and verse 17, if you're able to get that for us, Monica. I am reading from the New King James Version. Uh, John seventeen seventeen says this, Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Mm. Your word is truth. Deception is all about hiding the truth, right? And and that's like, uh, it, it, it's so interesting when, have you ever like had a card trick done to you that has actually baffled you? Yes. Has like dumbfounded you? Like I know for me, like absolutely. I was in Melbourne at the start of this year and there was a street musician that actually freaked me out. I was like, that is impossible. I, I can do some magic tricks. Like I, I've got some, I got some card tricks up my sleeves um, with the cards that I hide while I'm doing my card tricks. Um, but you know, just some, <laughs> just some random stuff. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not super into you know card tricks or anything like that. But I can do a couple. So I have a relatively good understanding of like how they function and work. But this guy was doing something that I, I was thought was unexplainable. I'm like that makes no sense how that works yet you're able to do it but at the end of the day if he just like broke it down and i've seen those like tv shows before or whatever where it's like all the youtube videos where they break down how the tricks actually work you know how that person got that card into your pocket or whatever it may be like they break it down it's like oh this is actually the most simple thing ever it's actually really clear to to understand what's going on it's just because i'm unfamiliar with what is happening then I don't know. Now, the Bible says here, sanctify us, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. And this is Jesus speaking of himself and speaking of God. Your word is truth. Um, when we are in a position when we're thinking about, okay, how can we over overcome deception? Well, the Bible actually lays out how it is that deception will take place and how it is that we can overcome it. Again, simultaneously, we know that the truth is in the Bible. So things that, you know, topics that we would be deceived over, the Bible makes plain and clear or absolutely tries to do so. And we can come to pretty plain and clear conclusions as to what are we supposed to look out for? What are we supposed to know? What are we supposed to understand in regard to deceptions? You know, what is being hidden from us that looks good, but in reality is actually a deception? It sounds a little bit conspiracy theory You know, it sounds a little bit like, oh, something bubbling under the surface, you know, something working in the shadows. I think ultimately, yeah, the Bible just makes things absolutely clear. And again, rather than just searching and searching, okay, who's the next secret society and who's a part of it and who's trying to get us? It's, hey, well, let's clearly look at what the Bible says. Let's go to our next verse um, that gives us a little bit more information uh, to help us understand this. Let's go to Mark chapter chapter 13 and verse 22. Mark chapter 13 and verse 22. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so this is a wild verse. This is really, really intense because it says here that false Christs and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive. Signs and wonders are pretty convincing. 
Um, and they're, they're definitely questionable. I, as I said, you know, I, I don't necessarily think this magic trick guy or this card trick guy was quote unquote a false prophet, but definitely I was left in awe when he produced, you know, he, cause he had this deck of cards, but then he had this like glass box that was the same size as the deck of cards. And he, he put the deck of cards in my pocket and then pulled out a glass box. And I was like, no way. That that's actually insane. Like, how did you do that? Um, so just just stuff like that. It's like, oh, but you know, he's he's working in deception, but he's not acting in the way of like he's not a false prophet. He's not standing there against God. I, I you know I don't know who this person is or what his you know stance on Christianity or religion is. But it says here, false Christ and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders. It will be by things that are unexplainable that they will be able to will be able to see. Like, wow, this is really legit. To the point where even, it says, if possible, even the elect would be deceived. Even those who are following Jesus would be deceived by these signs, you know, if it were possible. I think the point that it's making is, like, you can make a decision to follow Jesus and be able to get through these deception, or you can you can be deceived. Um, this is echoed in Matthew 24. It says, it says similar things. Um, actually, let's read another verse of Matthew 24. Let's go to Matthew 24, verse 31. Matthew 24, verse 31. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. So the Bible makes absolutely clear who the elect are. It's those who have been saved. And it's like, again, these deceptions are very poignant, even in the case of the elect. You know, it's not just easy to see through. It's not like when a little kid comes and does a card trick. There's this classic one (laughs) that I do where you hold up a card and you bend it to the point where you can see the number in the suit, but you rub the front of the card and people get like so intensely focused on you rubbing the card that they think that you can and then you tell them what the card is and they think that oh Lawson's able to feel the card and feel the ink difference on the card and somehow work out what the number of the card is and they're like impressed and so they're like okay I'll do it myself and then they grab the card and they're they're rubbing the card and they're like wait I don't get it like how did you know what the number was and then they think that you're just some mastermind like somehow you can see through cards but really at the end of the day you just bent the card and you can see the number and I was taught that trick by a literal eight year old (laughs) and it works on adults so it's hilarious like like it's such a clear deception right and the second time you do it to someone, then they realize, like, uh-huh. oh, you just bent the card. You, know? yeah, yeah. you can you can see what's going on so clearly and easily. Um, this isn't the kind of deception that is is you know re- reaching to the point where even the elect could be deceived. No, this is some serious stuff. And it's like, oh man, how am I supposed to get through that? The Bible even makes it more clear um, how far reaching this deception is. Let's go to Revelation chapter twelve. Revelation chapter 12 and verse 9. Revelation chapter 12 and verse 9. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Mm. Who was cast out with Satan? His angels, the people who, the angels who followed him. Yeah, absolutely. So ultimately, like angels, who we know are intelligently higher than mankind were deceived by Satan into leaving heaven with him. Wow. Some things to consider. We're going to come back and talk about this. You're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith FM positively different. 
give us another clue for the quiz. This is the final clue for today's Who Am I quiz. The clue goes like this. a very simple one. I am the son of King Saul. So a lot of people have actually messaged in saying, is the answer King Saul? Now you know it's not King Saul, but it's King Saul's son. Mm-hmm. 0491064669. Text us, who is King Saul's son? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text. Oh, just got a text in from Sky. She says we could re- could we request a collab between Lawson's Haystacks and Colin Buchanan? Oh, that sounds like a great idea. But, uh, no, I'm like too small time for him. You know, like, whatever. Like, and uh, I don't think he'll get. I don't it. think like, he'll care that you're small time. Everyone starts off small time, <laughs> and it's true. I don't think he knows what haystacks is, but this will be a great way to introduce him. Absolutely, everyone needs to know what haystacks are. It's true. It's true, and I'm here to spread the gospel of haystacks. Um, <laughs> as lo- you know, as you know, as um, subordinate to the gospel of Jesus, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Uh, you're you're listening to the breakfast. For show here on Faith FM, and we are going to continue on with our Bible study. Let's read a few more verses, Monica. So we've been talking about last Bible verse we read. Even the even the angels were deceived by Satan um, into giving up heaven. Unfortunately, just before we continue, we've got a bunch of answers coming through for the quiz. All of them are incorrect. Oh, the son of... <laughs> they pick, they're all picking the wrong son. Oh, you have to remember all the other clues that we gave. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, friends. But, uh, hey, okay, that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. So, we've been looking at even the angels were deceived by Satan and are deceived through all time until, again, the Bible says that the, the lake of fire is prepared for Satan and his angels. They gave up Heaven. They gave up mm. everything. One thirty angels gave up. He- like, like you, you know, humanity. They had this relation. Adam and Eve had a relationship with God here on Earth. Like their uh, aspect or their their understanding of God was through the guise or the context of living here on this Earth. Like the angels were in heaven with God, and they gave up that because of what Satan had said. Because they were so deceived. They were so deceived. deceived. Yeah. Like, and if. On this earth, and at the end of time, even the elect, the elect could be potentially deceived. Then there is definitely a need to be able to to know. Okay, well, how do we get through this deception? Yeah, let's read a verse, Proverbs chapter fourteen and verse twelve. And this is kind of our our crucial verse, our turning point. Proverbs chapter fourteen and verse twelve. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Have you ever done something, Monica, where you felt totally correct and justified in doing so, but uh, unfortunately it was a failure? Like all the time. (laughs) I think I might be looking at one. I, I think what are you talking? this picture that you've drawn yes, of, stuffed it up. The, of what I can assume <laughs> Monica is currently drawing a picture of what I can assume is an attempt at the Union Jack. No, it's not an attempt at the Union Jack. I'm, I'm, I am crocheting while we were talking on air and I'm plotting out oh. how my blanket will go. Cause I'm, 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 at, I'm, at, I'm an, I am at an impasse and I'm trying okay. to decide and I have grilled a, a scoop, uh, <laughs> I can't even talk this morning. I've doodled a design, but I have stuffed it up, yes. Ah, I thought you were just trying to draw the Union Jack, no, and I'm no. like, you kind of made a mistake there, Monica. Yeah, I know. I see what you mean, but yeah, anyway. Anyways, <laughs> listening to the breakfast Moving show. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on, continuing on. But yeah, all the time, um, you know, 
personally, well, I don't often get things wrong, so I'm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Monica, on the other hand, and she just admitted, uh, you know, uh, let's let's not talk about rice uh, this morning and, the, and washing rice or cashless society. No, I was absolutely grilled the other day. So I often get complimented about how well I use chopsticks, and then someone was grilling me the other day about like they're like you know. This is this is why white people have a bad reputation in the Asian community. I was like, "Are you serious?" I'm, I'm, and then they try to show me how they use chopsticks, and it was the same as mine. And I'm like, what "Dude, are you I gotta tell about? you, you came over to to my workplace today, and we and we went out for lunch, and yeah." I, you you don't know this, but I literally filmed you eating with chopsticks because I thought it was so funny how you were using your chopsticks. Exactly. So I I've just been uh, like <laughs> living in this dreamland apparently of like well because you know when it comes I actually enjoy using chopsticks more it helps me eat the food yeah, better. Yeah, but um uh, now apparently I just don't know anything. I'm just the silliest. Get me in touch with your friends so I can send them these videos. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have a video of Lawson in a restaurant being all pretentious and he was given no. a fork and a spoon and he said, he goes, oh, can I please have chopsticks? <laughs> and then I have a video of him like not being able to eat his food because everything keeps falling off. <laughs> anyway, we are so off track. Allow us to no, get it's, it, you know what? It really adds to our illustration here. You know, I will, I will take that, Monica, and <laughs> I could raise you some, you know, some, no, but we won't raise anything. Yeah. We will, we'll stay where we are right now. And we realize, right? There is a way that seems right to man, but its end leads in taking longer to eat your food or, <laughs> or having gluggy rice or, or having you know. to undo your crochet. That's right. It's like we, we often make mistakes. We often make judgments that are incorrect, but it is unfortunate. And what we, we're seeing here from the Bible is that our judgments could be incorrect to the point in which we give up salvation mm. for the deception of Satan. And the, and the and the question then is, well, what do we do? Again, we need to rely and lean on God. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 of the Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. We are in this position now where every single day that goes by, we know that we're stepping closer and closer to Jesus coming back. And he could have said that, oh, people were saying that 2,000 years ago. But we can see clearly and obviously from the book of Revelation as we've been studying it uh, for the rest of, you know, for, for the previous weeks. And we've been seeing, wow, like these things are really unfolding before us. And it's uh, it's an incredible place that we're now in that Jesus is coming back soon. But what that does is leave us in a position where we need to realize, like, I need help. I need mm. help from God. I can't rely on myself. I can't lean on my own understanding. I need to lean and rely completely in Jesus. Do you want to read another verse for me, Monica? Can you get Jeremiah chapter 17? Jeremiah, we're going to read 17 and verse Nine. Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 9, if you can get that for us. A very famous verse. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? See, this is the problem, is that our opinion is guided by our, can often be guided by our sinfulness. And that's what leads people to do terrible things. We, you know, we're talking about the, uh, in our quiz, we're talking about the sun of King Saul. Well, it was King Saul whose deceitfulness led him to a point of just total 
separation from God, um, like all being deceived. Um, his, his sin just left, led him to a place in which he wouldn't acknowledge God. He wouldn't repent. He eventually, he, he committed the unpardonable sin. Essentially, he went to the witch of Endor to consult the dead. And he had just, you know, fully resolved in his rebellion against God. He said, no, I'm, I'm not going to change. This is my opinion. This is my decision. This is the direction that I'm going. And as a result, King Saul, who, the first king of Israel touted to be one of the great and godly men in Israel was lost. You see the same thing with Judas. Like, think about Judas for a second. Like, when we look at Judas's deception, it's like, oh, man, he went after money and he was deceived because of it. And, and uh, then I'm thinking, like, Judas was casting out demons. Judas at one point had a relationship with God. Like, I've never casted out demons. He was doing the works of God to an extent that I haven't even experienced, yet he fell away. And it's like, well, how? Because the heart is deceitfully wicked about it for all things. We have no ability to rely on it. Let's 100% rely on Jesus. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. You are listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. And we're, we're not looking for clues. We're just looking for answers. And I got answers for you, buddy. <laughs> Who am I? The answer to today's quiz is Ish Bosheth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so Ishbosheth gave orders to have Michael taken away from her husband Paltiel and to be given back to David. Ishbosheth accused Abner of sleeping with a concubine named Rizpah. Uh, Rechab and Barna stabbed him to death while he lay on his bed and then cut off his head and took it to David. Uh, Ishbosheth reigned as king over Israel for two years. The house of Judah, however, followed David, and this was one of the sons of King Saul. Mm. Now, Ishbosheth, the word Ishbosheth means man of shame. Oh. Which is such an unfortunate name. Like, wow. Who would do that to um, kid? But it has a translation. It's also like he's also called Eshbal, which means fire of Baal, or, you know, Baal being the, the, the god of, uh, you know, paganism that they were worshipping at mm-hmm. that time. Well, you had the Baal, so it's like kind of represented a system of paganism. And he was a monarch, as we said, in uh, Israel, but obviously God had anointed David as king, yet he, um, yeah, after Saul's death, Ishbosheth tried to assume that position, but it didn't last for him very long because he was assassinated. Um, not by people that David sent, by the way, but by some David sympathizers who were actually punished for what they were doing. Um, but, uh, yeah, absolutely. D- you know, this person, Ishbosheth, was trying to stand in the place of Saul, even though he, he was not called to. Now, interestingly, though, Eshbal, or Ishbosheth's second name, is actually one of the names that we have confirmed as existing in the Bible. They found a 3,000-year-old inscription oh, wow. um, that mentioned Eshbal be, mm-hmm. being, you know, the king of Israel and, you know, having that place. And, yeah, so there are some historians who believe that it was potentially a different person than the one of the Bible. But at the same time, um, they found a bunch of these inscriptions and they're like, well, he's kind of the king. He's like really famous Israelite person. Like who else could it be that was named Eshbal? So, yeah, really, really interesting guy. Monica, I want, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just looking at you doing your, 
What, what, what are you doing right now? You're crocheting. I am crocheting. I'm just in the middle of switching colours. So uh-huh. It's a tricky technique that I'm doing right now. So, yeah. You've got before you a, a multi-coloured, uh, you know, yarn. blanket. Yeah. Yarn. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who are you making this for? I haven't decided yet, which is my usual MO. I usually start all my projects for myself and then halfway through I'm like, oh, actually, I think this person might like this. And then I give them away. I've never kept anything I've ever made. So. What... Brought you to the place where you were like, yes, crocheting is my thing. Uh, actually, I had a job in a university bookstore, secondhand bookstore, and uh, during O Week, when it's like super busy, uh-huh. they demoted me to sitting on a chair by the door as security to make sure kids weren't pinching books, and I had to sit on a chair by a door eight hours a day for two weeks straight, and I was so bored, and so I quickly learned how to crochet one morning, and then I bought a hook and a ball of yarn, and then I sat there and you I crocheted. You just got it done. That's amazing. Actually, that's the only thing I kept my first project. It was I called it my two-week-long scarf because I made it as long as I could in two weeks, and it's just <laughs> – it's it's an incredible – you can tell which end I started at because, you know, my tension's all funny. I get really tight, and it gets really loose, and then I have holes, and I go around in circles for a while, but eventually you can see I get it together, and I figure it out, and by the end of the two weeks, I was a pro. It's like some like starry night esque, you know, thing, just all over the place yeah. in different shapes and forms yeah. and colours. Yeah, well, I mean, no, it wasn't all colour. It was literally just army green, oh. <laughs> khaki green. Yeah. Oh, nice, dude. That's one of my favourite colours. Oh, I should I, give it to you. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm okay. You, 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 you can keep it. You don't want my. I'm, I'm a or khaki or olive. I'm more of an olive guy. Yeah, olive green. Ooh. It's like absolutely one of my favorite colors. Yeah. Hey, if you got a favorite color, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. Uh, and if you call or text that number, well, then you can tell us all about it. Also, get your information in because we have the Colin Buchanan concert coming up as well. You have the ability to win a family pass if you send us your email. So 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. We're going to continue with the show. And as we always do, coming to the end of the show here on this beautiful Monday morning. Ron, what are you getting up to? I'm going to be going to the bookshop today. I mean, to the op shop today, which has a bookshop in it, by the Mm -hmm. way. And uh, I'll be managing that today. So it's going to be a good day. Putting up some new shelves for our shoe section and our uh, linen section. So come Mm. into the RTM op shop. Uh, 45 William Street, Raymond Terrace. Got a little plug there. And uh, come visit the op shop and get a bargain and come say hello. Absolutely. Well, my time of not studying was quite short-lived because now I've got exams coming up. So. <laughs> I mean, but I also, like, it's it's the definitely the gas is off a little bit. You know, yeah. we're, we're chilling. So. You've done that essay. Praise, praise God. Well, those, I'll be praying those for you. They're, 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 all, they're all G. But, hey, as we are moving towards the end of the semester, then then once we finish, I'll really be able to take the gas off and then just then just be here. Then just be here chilling and hanging out. But, hey, guys, remember to talk faith, to live faith, and to act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be with you. For being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.